Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quizzical. This is the podcast that has all of the questions, but history has proven, unfortunately, very few of the answers. But we'll see if we can change that today with Michael Schaefer. Hello. I don't think we'll be changing that. Oh, you don't think so? <laughs> I'm not very good at quizzes. No? No. Uh, what, what was your tertiary entrance score at, at leaving school? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you asked that because you know? No. <laughs> oh. Um, it, it was it was actually good, but oh, uh, what did you? But oh. I'm good at books. I just don't know like stuff about well, the world. I filled my head. The with- entrance score is not about <laughs> knowing books. It's about being able to convert those books into answers of questions. No, it's about okay. It's about like literally what's memorizing. on the exam paper. A list of questions. That is that is exactly what it is. Well, yeah, but you just kind of memorizing. What'd you get? Ninety nine was it? I actually, I I'm going to say this just for the benefit of the podcast because I think yep. it'll be funny later on when I don't know anything. <laughs> uh, I got a perfect score of 99.95. Wow. And then I went to uni and got a Interesting. D- That's not perfect, is it? 100 would be perfect. <laughs> well, so you failed the first well. test there of knowing what perfect means. Well, I'll have you know, it's actually you can't get 100 because it's all yeah. like some stupid, I don't know, percentile or whatever. Yeah. But I only mention this because, first of all, it's out there in the comedy world already mm-hmm. because when I applied for a job at the project on Channel 10. Yeah. Uh, my It was on my resume and then the boss told everyone else of the project that was my score and then all these comedians knew even though I tried to keep it <laughs> under wraps. How long do you keep the 99.95 on the CV? Like what age do you get to where you're applying for jobs where well, it's I've, now like, do you really need that I've anymore? got a tattoo of it, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's a big part of my identity. Yeah, great. No, it's it's off there now. It's off there now. But it's when off I, there now. When I, that was like you know maybe right. five years ago, and I needed something to be like, hey, I'm 
I needed to try and sound impressive because I had no real yeah. qualifications. For Did the job. you use the score to get into university? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got like a scholarship and everything, and I got two oh, yeah. degrees that I've never used that were completely yeah. pointless. Great. And now you're here the I second am. person I know who had ninety nine point nine five. Who's the other? Uh, a Rhodes Scholar. I went to school. With. Oh, okay, Tony Abbott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hang out a lot, Tony yeah. and I. We catch up a lot at the uh, <laughs> alumnus events. Really, a lot of fun. Uh, well, you have indeed raised the stakes, uh, so we may not need it, but we. We do have a brains trust here for you today. Uh, would you Great. would you like to still have them or are you going to rest on the 99.95? No, we'll be fine. You guys go, I reckon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd love your help. I really will need it. Okay, great. Well, let's see if they can help. First of all, it's a big hello to Mrs. Claus. Oh, hello, sweet Kyron. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for the presents. I mean, the Lego over the years <laughs> has just been incredible. Well, I'd know? love to take any credit, but unfortunately, my husband is the one that takes care of all of oh, that. Oh, you don't do anything to do with Christmas? Well, I'm not allowed in <laughs> the workshop unfortunately <laughs> okay. I'm more on the admin side of things yeah. uh, so it's quite quite excited to get asked to be here it's normally him that gets asked yep. for the speaking arrangements totally so you, you do the admin so what's that you sort of do the accounts do you're in myob and well nobody gets payroll. paid in the North Pole no unfortunately no no it is a labour of love we like to say is that right is that what the elves think oh yes <laughs> absolutely yeah. it's a labour of love for them is it it is well they do have quite the relationship with my husband like I said I don't get to see any of them <laughs> I'm up near the post office getting the letters. That is one of my primary responsibilities. But mm -hmm. um, Receive and read letters? <laughs> I would love to read one, <laughs> but okay. I make sure that they get to my husband. Okay. We have a lovely time. Mm. That sounds like a great relationship you have there, isn't it? Well, yes, it is a relationship that is, uh, it just depends how you define the word relationship. Yeah, well, normally it's about, it's, a, it's like a two-way street relationship, isn't it? It's like a bit of give and a bit of take. Well, we do have um, a two-way street at the North Pole, but it is for the sleigh. Okay, great. Yes. <laughs> oh, so that's, there's no, you don't get to drive? Oh, goodness, no, no, no. The reindeers wouldn't have any sort of wheeled vehicles. They're the only ones no. that are allowed out there. I have a question. Hello. Why do you have a two-way street if there's only one sleigh? <laughs> That's a great question. I'll, I'd love to bring that up with my husband, but unfortunately <laughs> that wouldn't be something that I was able to do. But uh, I do see the logic and you are quite the scholar. I think that that number you referenced before really is being shown here. Yeah, well, it's the first thing we learned at... Uh scholarship class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that one of your classes? See, we don't have a school yeah. at the North Pole, so I wouldn't know. Well, Mrs. Claus is here, Michael, to help you today. Sorry, as a Jew, i got to say, this is exciting. Yeah, Because I didn't even know you existed until today. So this yeah. Wow, and I don't really know what you're talking about. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, I didn't know that you existed either. No, so. it sounded like you sneezed a little, a chew. Right. <laughs> Mrs. Um, Claus is here, but the Brains Trust does not end there. We also have that guy at the pub that makes up the stories. It's a big hello to Dave Bilson. Oh, how you going? You all right, mate? You good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, Dave. How are you? Oh, brilliant. Oh, oh I've having the best day having the best day well you've got a couple of pints there oh i've got a couple of pints yeah i'm doing the rounds i always do the first round that's the trick right you do the first round they do the second but they're a bit tipsy so they don't know that you've got a more expensive beer that's how you do it Tricky yeah, train right, clever. so dave you've taken the seat that your dad used to have at the bar there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. seatson yeah so i'm i'm dave bilson <laughs> yeah my dad's bill's son's dad mm -hmm. and so i'm sitting on his seat which is bill's son's seat son because mm -hmm. now I'm sitting on it. But when yeah. he was sitting on it, it was Bill Sun's seat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, simple, simple. Yeah. <laughs> so Dave Bilson is here as well. Dave, it's so nice to meet you. Oh, great to meet you too. Great to meet you too. I'm excited. I've actually met Mr. Claus before. Mr. Claus or Mrs. Claus? Mr. Claus. Oh, you've met Santa. Oh, oh. Miss Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we go by like 
You know, like people when they know each other, right? They go by casual names. Yeah. Like we have this thing where we go by formal names because it's like that and we're even closer. So we like revert the system. Oh, like, wow. that, so you're mi- so Mr. Claus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an in-joke we have. Yeah. Can and I you- place her accent? Is it, it's not, it's kind of Australian, but is it like Scouse? Oh yeah. It's uh, no, around, it's, it's around <laughs> Europe. Yeah. It's a European accent. It's European. a European accent. Although, according to some polls a few years ago, not European anymore. Right. <laughs> the North Pole. <laughs> Which pole? One of the polls. Huh? <laughs> the Brexit one, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Dave Bilson is here. How did you go in your tertiary entrance? Oh exams? my God. Well, the thing did is, I never, A-levels? I never had to do, I never had to do any of that, right? Because you won't believe this. You won't be- you're not going to believe this, right? But when I was born... I was born in an hospital, right? You might believe that, but you're not going to believe the next bit. The next <laughs> bit, I was born in a hospital and they came out and they're like, this kid is so smart. This kid's IQ is like all of the numbers. Yeah. And so they were like, we're just not even going to put it in school. Yeah. Like, we'll just give it a job. Why bother? Yeah. Why bother? Like, why yeah. waste the kid's time? So you know you what I mean? just born straight into the workforce. Oh, mate. I, uh, much I like was the, much like the elves. <laughs> yeah. They were not in common, except we, when we're recruiting our elves, we just look for little dustings of cookies on their resumes, and that's how they get a job. Oh, wow. That's lovely. Oh, we would have been- a lot of diabetics accidentally, though. Yes. <laughs> yes. Insulin is an issue in the North yeah. Pole. <laughs> Should we do a quiz? Let's do it. Question number one. Who was the 80s avant-garde cellist and moonlighting disco producer that found posthumous fame? <laughs> wow. Well, I don't think he found enough fame because I have yeah. no idea who the fuck this person is. is Maybe it a, he's still alive. That could be the problem. <laughs> is it an ABCD or do I just have to know the name? Uh, no, you just have to know the name. Who was the 80s avant-garde cellist and moonlighting disco producer that found posthumous fame? Look, some of them are more difficult than others. I would say that we've opened... Difficult. This is the harder end of the spectrum. Oh, I was going to say, because if that was, I thought you usually start easy. And I was like, well, I don't know what we're going to do at question 10. <laughs> <laughs> but who was the 80s avant-garde cellist and moonlighting disco producer that found posthumous fame? I mean, the thing about delivering presents to everyone globally is that your family must have quite the white pages. Like, you've, you've got to know the names of every single person on the planet, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and their desires and dreams as well? Yes, but in terms of music, we really do only listen to Christmas carols, and the only uh, <laughs> artist that comes to mind for me is Mariah Carey, so that would be my suggestion to, do, to okay. you would be Mariah Carey. You reckon Mariah Carey found posthumous fame? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't believe this is how I found out that she died. This yeah. is... Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Or that she was a cellist. <laughs> yeah. Look, she's multifaceted. <laughs> you should see the requests that she's put in for Christmas presents. They're all cellos, this, cellos, that. Mm. She's obsessed. Nobody knows about it, though. Her PR team, very good. Mm. Trying to put Mariah Carey. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean... I think it's worth a shot. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I, I have absolutely no other name. <laughs> I do like you. how you've typed it in, though, officially as if to record it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so that later on I, I know what the answer is. We'll get to the answers at the end. <laughs> Can I say, I love that question because they put all these clues in the question, like avant-garde, <laughs> 80s, posthumous. Yeah. But the real issue for me is that I can't name a single cellist. So it doesn't yeah. really matter. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe they're hoping that you know a moonlighting disco producer. Or like if you knew any disco producers, you might be able to go, oh, that, that he found fame after he died. Oh, I know a, I know a moonlighting DJ 
who's the the local member for Caulfield, or was David Southwick? <laughs> Do you want to cross out Mariah Carey and put David? Let's Southwick put David of Southwick Caulfield. there instead. I think he's not dead, nor is he a cellist, but he he ticks one of those boxes, which is that I think he moonlighted as a DJ, did a lot of bar mitzvahs back in my time. <laughs> So that's the clue that really would have... Now, what's that word? (laughs) Question number two. According to the Australian Constitution, what age must High Court judges retire? This is in the news this week, really, because someone has been forced to retire and there's a new High Court judge. Oh, is there? Yeah, there is. Which one? Can't remember. (laughs) According to the Australian Constitution, what age must High Court judges retire? Oh, so I did a law degree and I studied constitutional law, so I should know this, but I don't. Oh, Oh dear. Come on. I know this. No. Yeah, yeah, I do. And I I did not go to law school (laughs) and study Australian constitutional law. (laughs) Um, um, Okay. Well, do you know any... I mean, because the pub that you attend is the one right down there in the legal district. Oh, yes. The duck and goose and man and hat and judge and gavel. (laughs) (laughs) What was that again? The duck and goose of man and hat and judge and gavel. Yeah, right. Okay. and Right uh, next to the family courthouse. Yeah. And so all the judges... It's convenient. You know, you you settle with your ex-wife and the kids and you go for a beer. It's it's perfect placing. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Would you like a full or a half? And you say, I'll take the half. Uh, I'll take the half. (laughs) Famously, you know, everyone locks out of family court very happy. So it's a bit of a a drama, you know what I mean? It's like, remember the good old days of Jerry Springer? Mm. It's just like that. But when you can't, when you didn't make it through to the TV, because they were like, oh, he's a bit unstable. We're not going to broadcast it. You get to do your own mini version. It's like independent (laughs) theatre. Yeah. For unhappy families, <laughs> you and Mr. Claus ever got that close to family? I mean, it doesn't sound. I mean, to be honest, if I'm if I'm being perfectly honest, the way you've described your relationship so far, it doesn't sound like it's the most flourishing moment in in the history of your of your love. Well, that's that's an interesting observation, and I would say we are in a bit of a rut. Yes, mm-hmm. what I think would help is if my husband retired from his job because he has been working tirelessly for years and years and years, and mm. I think has maybe forgotten <laughs> about the importance of the people around yeah, you. Right, yeah. And he's Tim Allen, is it your husband? <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> that's his name. Uh, he prefers people to call him Mister Claus. Yes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I do call him Timmy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I think a retirement would do good. He's starting to lose it. I mean, it's a lot of hours. He can't even laugh like a normal person anymore. It's it's a yeah, lot. He's still doing the ho, ho, ho. Oh, gosh. Sounds mm. like a legal precedent. The Tim Allen clause. Did <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> you study that at law school? At, at fancy law school, did you? We actually didn't cover that. that oh, class, no, yeah. Well, did you cover the Australian Constitution? Because according to it, what age must High Court judges retire? I know they do get pretty old. I would say... Or what do you reckon? I'm gonna say seventy. That's it. I've got it. Yeah, that's right. I've done it. Oh, I mean, I don't. I haven't checked the answer, it. but that is what I think oh, it is. Oh, okay, great. Question three: What was the famous Melbourne gay club that burnt down? Now, just before we came on this podcast, Michael, you were saying that this city is roaring more than it ever has before. Is that correct? I said that off the pod because I didn't want to. Strength to strength, you were saying. Well, actually, my assessment of Melbourne is that it's it's actually now a town. It's not a city anymore. It's now a quiet town, mm-hmm. uh, and we've lost everything. We lost the gay clubs first. Yep, and they burned down. That burned down, and since then we haven't recovered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you been out in the nightlife in Melbourne? 
Uh, I've, I've observed it the one time I got to do a joyride with my husband one year, <laughs> but wow. I will. I would like to apologise for the burning of the gay clubs. That was one of uh, my side of the fence, the Christians. They, <laughs> 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 I didn't know. <laughs> we are very strongly linked into uh, that faith. And um, I didn't realise. I thought you were sort of linked more into the shoppies union than the than the Christians. <laughs> There's a lot. We'll take money from anybody is really what's going on at this well, point in time. I reckon it was called Gay, Gay, Gay. <laughs> <laughs> so good they named it Thrice. Yeah. Okay, so Gay, Gay, Gay is an option available to you. Yeah, it's almost like New York, New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with Gay, Gay, Gay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's If almost- you can come there, you can come anywhere. <laughs> 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 Especially if the place is on fire. <laughs> trying to put gay, 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 <laughs> gay, gay, gay. It's I'm actually it's the Greyhound, but do you want to put? It's up to you. But oh, that's the Greyhound, the one. Wait, is that the one in St Kilda? Yeah, it burnt down. Yeah. Oh, really? I oh, know. I'd prefer. Are you can we, gay hound? Can we make it? <laughs> can we combine the two? <laughs> gay, gay, gay hound. <laughs> okay, I'll put gay, gay, gay. <laughs> Hound. Question number four. <laughs> I just want to like play, but just in case you're wrong, I just want to just give him a chance of being right. I think the uh, author of today's quiz must love federal politics. Question number four. Post-Parliament, former Australian Treasurer Josh Frydenberg has taken a position at which company? So the Australian Treasurer Josh Frydenberg didn't just lose the government, he also lost his seat. And he's taken up a job somewhere else where... Is it? He hasn't come to the North Pole, has he, by chance, Josh Frydenberg? No, but his children do write to us quite often. Oh, and what do they request? <laughs> they are. Wait, his Jewish children are writing to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's how much they've disowned their father. Yeah. <laughs> what a scandal. <laughs> what a scoop. <laughs> yes, they're, really, they're looking for a change. They, um, they're actually looking <laughs> for a change. They're requesting some uh, Mon Fakuyong t shirts, I believe, at one stage. Yeah. <laughs> Did they write in teal? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yes. I think I actually do, I did know this. He tried to get the job at the AFL. Did he? Yeah, I think he was like touted he tried as, like CEO. Yeah, to, to replace oh. Bill. Wow. I think he was like in the running very early on and they got, you know, dismissed. Well, the Maybe AFL's doing so well with CEOs. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> Maybe he could apply to Essendon. It's that one of their strengths, a good one knowing who should run things. <laughs> do you know who's not going to be tired to a controversial church? Josh Frydenberg. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> just saying. It's a safe bet. Uh, like, I know a lot of people in my time. You get a lot of people at this family court pub. You know, the, the duck yep. and goose and house and judge and gavel. And, uh, you I know, I see a lot change. of people, <laughs> you know, they're keeping with the times. They've got to keep it up, you know. Yeah. And does Josh come through? Josh, Josh has been there. I've seen him a couple of times, you know, and I see a lot of people who go down on their luck sometimes and they have to get new jobs. A lot of them go into like go-go dancing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back in the day from Gay, 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 I know a lot of go-go dancers. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'll tell you, when you get the jukebox going and there's a bit of Bowie on, he go go goes, you know what I mean? Like he was doing all the go go moves, you know, the first and mm. the second one and I reckon he's a go go dancer now. And Josh Frydenberg is now a go go dancer. Yeah. Okay. So go go dancer is an option available to you. But is that a company? Go go dancing. Yeah, it's like go go get. Okay. But like you get a dance. Mm. <laughs> Terrific. I don't mind that. We can <laughs> I think he's the ambassador of, of go go dancing now. That's a po- that's a possibility. Yeah. Question number five. Amy Taylor is the lead vocalist of which Australian band that recently supported the Foo Fighters? Okay. Amy Taylor. Well, so this this quiz must be from just slightly slightly earlier. Uh, 
<laughs> Amy Taylor is the lead vocalist of which Australian band that recently supported the Foo Fighters? I guess in Geelong when they were here. They were just in Geelong. Just before Taylor Hawkins passed away. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, now, I do have <coughs> some sort of hunch about this. Mm. Uh, could be wrong. You big but Foo, Foo's fan? Uh, again, Love the Fooies? <laughs> I've only ever heard Christmas carols. But yeah. um, a little side project of mine is taking down Halloween and I was in a <laughs> Halloween store and uh, looking at wigs and I was in the wig department and there was a woman buying a blue wig there. Mm-hmm. And I believe her name was Amy and I believe she is the front woman for the band Shepherd. Shepherd. Yes, she was going quite on. I thought it was a dog. <laughs> yep. It turns out it was a band. Shepherd. That sounds like a sort of that religious. Are they a Christian though. band? Uh, I should hope so. Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Shepherd would be sort of a Christian band. Yeah, oh, Shepherd. I mean, I, th- I don't think it sounds like. I think it would probably be a punk or like a grunge or. This is my well, guess. A rock and roll. Do you have any other bands? What bands do you know? I don't know many bands. I listen to Triple J, but that's just kind of just to pretend that I. So I can tell people I listen to Triple J. <laughs> yeah. But I think. I, I would guess Amel and the Sniffers is my guess mm-hmm. because. They have a female lead singer and they're like a punk rock band. So they're kind of. Amel. Yeah, and it kind of makes sense for them to open for the Foo Fighters. But that's really just speculation. (laughs) Question number six What are the three official capital cities of South Africa? I think I actually know this. Have you been? No. Oh. But, you know. Is geography one of those topics that you got 99.95 in? <laughs> yeah. That's how I got it, actually. Yeah. No, I think I, I think I know this one. I think. Uh-huh. Can I just say the answer? Yeah, if you want. Okay. <laughs> this, this part of the podcast won't be funny. It'll just be educational. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Cape Town. Unfortunately, we can't cut it out because <laughs> we do have to get to the 10 questions. So. Oh, okay. Well, sorry for everyone listening at home. I don't have any <laughs> jokes about this Pretoria which is probably the one that most people don't know. And then there's probably, there's Cape Town and Johannesburg. I'm pretty confident it's those three. Joburg, Pretoria, and Cape Town. Yeah, Joburg. And I might not even be right. We'll find out soon. Question number seven. Plaga was the nickname for which St Kilda and Sydney football icon? Wait, did you say Plago? Plaga. Yeah, Plaga. Yeah, Tony Lockett. You reckon it's Tony Lockett? Do you follow the AFL? No. At all, Mr. Bilson? <laughs> no. no, I tried but to follow it, but it was walking too fast, so I gave up. The cardio was just, I was sweating. Mate, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> very good joke. Great joke. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought you would have sort of followed it by default because the footy's always on at the pub. Oh, it is, but the thing is about pub sports, right, is they have different screens all with all different sports going at the same time. And there's me watching the AFL and all of a sudden the Greyhound's racing and then a horse has won the Melbourne Cup and I can't keep up with the rules all of a sudden, this man could catch it, but now he's on a horse. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm trying to make a punt. I'm trying to make a punt and a decent penny. Mm. Don't even know what fucking game is on. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'd love to watch one of these matches you're talking about because mm. we're on, in the North Pole. We're only allowed to watch Tim's work, so it's a lot of <laughs> oh, that's the sport. <laughs> home improvement noise. You know that he used to make in that show. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of fence gags. Just and uh, what eyes about, above uh, Last Man Standing. Did oh, you, have we, you ever watch Last Man Standing? It's kind of better than the other one. I'll be honest. Mm. <laughs> the bar is low, though. Yeah, so it doesn't really hold up home improvement, does it? Not a lot. Have you no. watched an episode recently? <laughs> of course, it's running 24-7. <laughs> we have, like, imagine a sports bar, yeah. but the TVs are just different Tim Allen programs. That's pretty much what's going on. Hmm. I'll put Tony Lockett. <laughs> Question number eight. What is named after Dutchman Dirk Hartog? Oh, easy. His son. 
<laughs> just like you're named after Bill Bilson. Yeah, Dirk, Dirk, <laughs> Dutch, Dirk Hogson. Was that it? Dirk, Dirk Hot, Dirk Hartogson. Yeah. Yeah, Sin. Too easy. Move on. Next. <laughs> Nailed it. That's so, my answer. <laughs> Dirk, Dirk Hartog's son is an option available to you. Dirk Hartog. Has, has young Dirk Hartog written any letters he has, into the North Pole? Of course. He's one of our most frequent writers. Terrible handwriting. Clearly not getting a good education in... <laughs> Dutchland. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> My geography isn't that great. <laughs> Lucky I'm not directing the sleighs, all I'll say. Um, but his father, I would say, oh, if you're going to have something named after you, it would have to be a food. Yeah, it's a food. Yes, I think he has like a, a loaf pancakes. of bread. Yeah, into why not? Dirk Hartog pancakes. <laughs> What's his name again? Dirk Hartog. <laughs> One more time. Dirk Hartog. Well, well, so something is named after him. So you tell me something has the name Dirk and or Hartog in the name of Dirk the Dirk Hartog. Well, the thing, I think like Dutchmen, things named after Dutchmen, right? They used to get on boats and they used to travel around Well, there's the West the Indies. There's, there's the Dutch West Indies. That's something that was named exactly. after them. There's, exactly. Then there's pancakes. Those are the two things I and know. The flying Dutchman is a ship. The Frying Dutchman is and a great restaurant. Van Diemen's Land, like that, a Dutchman. I'm thinking this Dutch is going to be oven. a place. Now that's something I've read in my letters. Uh, yes, uh, I guess it could be when an it says, oven. When it says named, uh, oh, Dutch oven, yeah. Oh, he, he patented sh- farting under the covers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to put farting under the covers? Because <laughs> even, even <laughs> when you fart under a cover, it even sounds like hartog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sort of a muffled <laughs> It's a muffled fart mm. And it sounds like, like Hartog One day he like, wakes up He does it And he's like I've discovered something Get me down to Amsterdam's patent <laughs> yes. office I need to get this in writing <laughs> So I can own this w- Wives around the world for generations Will hate this But I, I think it's, I'm going to say Dutch oven I'm Farting I think it, under I think the covers <laughs> Under the covers, yeah <laughs> Question number nine. Tariga Nacional and Nero Diavolo are both varieties of what? Well, say it again. Tarigo Nacional and Nero Diavolo are both varieties of what? Oh, okay. Well, You've had sounds, a Tarigo Nacional before? It sounds like, it sounds Italian. Yes, it does. It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it sounds like, uh, well, Nero was the guy who fiddled whilst Rome Is he burned. <laughs> You mean the instrument, or yeah. <laughs> you've got to be more yeah, specific with that verb? You've got to throw a verb like that out exactly. and leave it hanging um, in the air yeah, like a dungeon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you must have put a bit of this down at the family court, I imagine. Oh. <laughs> the people who don't get half. The Diavolos <laughs> down there, mate. They're very Nero. Sometimes they're Faro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tariga Nacional and Nero Diavolo are both Italian sounding things and varieties of what? Look, I hope they're not ghosts or ghouls because again, people are obsessed with these two types of imaginative creatures Mm. and want them all around their house when they should be having a lovely snowman. They should be having, like I said, cookies, little candy canes, a big tree and instead now they've got Cobwebs and spiderwebs taking up space. I agree. They should not believe in fictional things. They should believe in Santa Claus. 
yes, thank you. My husband and I have worked very hard and very long hours to make sure that we can deliver presents all across the world to every child. Look, exactly. I've got a fact, and it's not necessarily funny, but it relates to Italy and ghost, right? You know, boo, like your boo, that's the Latin for our shout. For what? Like if you boo someone, yeah. like you're like, boo. Boo is a word. For ass out. I shout. Oh, I, sh- I shout. I, sh- I shout. 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 Like shouting. Oh. Yelling. Oh, screaming. Boo. Latin for I yeah. shout out. It's a fun fact. Oh, mate. I'll tell the best fun facts. They actually got me for QR. And I was like, this is not intelligent enough. So they put on Stephen Fry instead QI? of me as the host. QR. QR. The code. QR. QI. I was trying to say. The QR code. Uh, <laughs> Every anyway, are. interesting Latin fact. Yeah. Oh, wow. Looking for an Italian fact today. I think it might be like... Weren't you just there, mate? I was. I think it might be wine. Yeah, okay. I think I don't know about the first one, but I think Nero Diavolo is a type of wine. Yes, I do recall drinking that one night while... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do I. Tim was... <laughs> well, actually, I don't recall. <laughs> uh, let's much. go with wine. Let's put wine? That sounds like it could be correct. Put wine. Question 10. Final question. Crazy... Electric blue and no promises are all hits by which Australian band? They sound like colours on a Dulux colour chart. Um, mm. I've not heard these ones before, to be honest. Mm. Um, they don't sound exciting. Like, you know, you want to hear a song, you're like, oh, yeah, that, that, I don't get excited by that. You listen to Triple J, you ever heard them on the radio? No. What's uh, Crazy Electric? Do you know? No, I don't you know. Are, you, you know music. I used to work on Triple J. Yeah. <laughs> I never played any of those songs. Okay. <laughs> on so principle. Yeah. <laughs> they sparked well, my crazy, family. <laughs> crazy was by Niles Barkley, not an Australian artist. So I'm assuming mm. it's a different crazy. Mm. Okay. Uh, All I, I know, know is those are things that my husband has said to me. <laughs> I hear them shrieked out of the the tool shed where he often is. Mm. <laughs> he says, you're crazy. I'll make no promises about whether you can come out on the 25th with me. Again, like I said, I've only been once. And mm. he often says, you look electric blue because you've been out in the snow <laughs> drinking for days and you don't realise that you have frostbite. And you keep showering with the toaster. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> One day it'll come through. The electricity. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes. Hard to make all those toys by hand, I'll tell you that. Some electricity would help. So I guess we're looking for the name of a Australian band. <laughs> okay. How about... I'll, I, this thing, the ones that I know wouldn't help because it's not Jet, it's not Powderfinger. Eskimo Joe. It's not. I, I, I know that I'm from WA. <laughs> okay. Birds of Tokyo. <laughs> Again, same problem. Let's all just name bands. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Silver Chair. Silver Chair. That's Silver a great chair? guess. Thank you. But I haven't heard of I would think like I would know if it was Silver I'd Chair. I'd know if it was Silver Chair as well. Well, the Veronica's a band because there was two of them. And good past tense, up to date with the knowledge that they recently broke up. Did yes. they break up? The Veronica's broke oh, up. Wait, wait oh. how do you break up their twin? Is it like yeah. Tony and Guy where now one of them owns Tony and Guy oh. and the guy had to create Guy? So <laughs> is, it, is one going to be the Veronica and the other one was used gonna to be, be the, the Veronica's? Yes. <laughs> the and Veronica. One's the and yeah, no, true. Veronica. Tony and Guy broke up. It was after Greyhound. It was a terrible time. But they got re-stressed, broke up. One of them took the name of Tony and Guy and the other one was like, well, I just have to start Guy. <laughs> I mean, that's genius, to be honest. Because people are like, is that Tony and Guy? Well, kind of. Like, you still, you've still got the. And then he became good. the leader of the uh, Victorian Liberal Party. So, uh, yeah. He, he landed on his feet. And that's, that's important. But. Crazy electric blue and no promises. Like, if we don't know it, I reckon it's a band from before our time, before our era. Yeah. So, I reckon we're What's looking. It's an old Australian band. 
like who did Waltz and Matilda? Who did Waltz and Matilda? Banjo Patterson. No, he was a poet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what about the guy that sings that football one that comes up once a year and he, he always does his song? Oh, Mike Kazali. Brady. Yeah, he's a he's Dude, a man. That's you know, funny. I'm doing a gig with Mike Brady in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Are you? Okay. I have. I'm so interested in what he's going to do. Okay, so this is why I'm interested. <laughs> I saw the run sheet the other day, yeah. and he's got a 20 minute spot, and I'm like, well, that means you can only play up there Kazali like four times. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I, I, what's he going to do in 20 <laughs> wow. minutes? What a brilliant way to reserve your spot back on this podcast in about a month. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we've got 10 questions. Question number one, what was it like? <laughs> Question number two, what did he do? <laughs> so I was weird that the newspaper printed this. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll report back. I'll let you know. You just Great. Remind me to tell you. Uh, what about like um, Midnight Oil? Oh, that's not a bad one. Let's go midnight oil. Put midnight oil. That's ten questions. Yay! How did you we feel did you it. did? How how did how, you feel you did? I reckon I got two. Oh yeah. Well, I got plugger. Pretty sure I got the South African one, and I thought there was a third one that I was confident in too. Maybe three. Okay, hoping for three. Let's find. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Out now, question number one: Who was the '80s avant-garde cellist and moonlighting disco producer that found posthumous fame? You said David Southfield from Caulfield, Southwick, Southwick from David Caulfield, David Southwick. I cared so much, I didn't remember what it was when I was writing it down. <laughs> but the answer well, was maybe- Arthur Russell. Arthur Russell, that was going to be my next guest. You'll never forget that. Yeah. Question two, according to the Australian Constitution, what age must High Court judges retire? You said seventy, and it's seventy. Yeah. Question number three, what's the famous Melbourne gay club that burnt down? You said gay, gay, gay hound. (laughs) (laughs) I stand by it. But it's the greyhound. So So is that like half half a point? No. Question number four (laughs) was, post-parliament, former Australian treasurer Josh Frydenberg has taken a position at which company? You said go-go dancer. <laughs> Not a company, more of a profession, but oddly close, it's Goldman Sachs. Oh, that's so annoying. Yes. Ah, oh, I wonder what he is named after. <laughs> Amy Taylor is from Amel and the Sniffers. Am I right? Who recently supported the Foo Fighters? Fuck yeah! Two so far. That was a genuine, just you know, guess. You said Joburg, Cape Town, and Pretoria are the three official capital cities of South Africa. And it's Cape Town, Pretoria, and Bloemfontein. What the fuck? 
What's what? Bloemfontein. B-L-O-E-M-F-O-N-T-E-I-N. Holy shit. I was so confident with that answer. I know. Because when I You were like 99.95 confident. Turns out you're 66.66666, unfortunately. Which is a much worse score. Plugger was the official nickname for St Kilda and Sydney icon Tony Lockett. Three so far. That's You had that correct. What is named after Dutchman Dirk Hartog? You said farting under the covers. <laughs> I'm so I'm actually very This is the one I'm most confident with. <laughs> but it's an island in WA. Ah. Oh, well, yeah. we don't know what happens on the island. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one giant cover. It's an undercover. <laughs> it's one big bed. <laughs> Question nine. Tariga Nacional and Nero Diavolo are both varieties of what you said, wine. And it's red wine grapes. I'm giving you wine. I'll take that. Okay. I mean, you kind of said it, but I'll take the credit. Yeah. <laughs> and Crazy Electric Blue and No Promises or Hits by Ice House, not Midnight Oil, giving you four out of ten. That's so good. That is really good. Well... Previously, you have got 99.95. <laughs> so, obviously, since then, you've sort of come down from the it's top of the lighthouse, haven't you? Grace. That's what happens when you do comedy. You become real dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mrs. Claus, thank you very much for being here in support. Thank you for having me. It's I'm been so such sorry a you've got to go back to your normal life now. <laughs> yes, yes. It's been a successful mission. Hmm. Have you got any letters recently that you're looking forward to opening and seeing uh, what they're what they're asking for this Christmas. Oh, yes. The kids are very into Tamagotchis still. You'd be surprised. <laughs> oh, who's asking for Tamagotchis? Oh, um, a young performer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, she's not even young. She's 30. She needs to really get a, get a handle of that and really <laughs> start to accept that she's not young anymore. Uh, by the name of Amy Ruffle. She oh, yeah. uh, likes to perform at a little comedy theatre called Comedy Republic in Melbourne. Oh, I've yeah. flown over it once. It looks nice aerially, so I can only imagine it's beautiful inside. Yep. And people should go there in general. <laughs> she's got shows coming up? She does. There's one called Teaching Your Dog to Read. It's all improvised and very funny, I'm told. My <laughs> husband will not let me watch. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and she's into Tamagotchis, is she? Oh, she loves it. Can't keep one alive to <laughs> save herself. But yep. That's why you got to keep sending them every Christmas. Exactly right, yes. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, Mrs. Claus, thank you so much for being here. My Ooh. pleasure. Cheerio. And Dave Bilson, uh, thank you so much for your help and your stories as well. Oh, thank you so much. Like They're all true. Mm. All of them. <laughs> I'll let you get back to the... The oh yeah no I've, uh, probably next round's on me anyway and yeah, I've, exactly. I've got to catch up I didn't put the IV drip with a schooner in it before I came here so yeah. I'm a bit sober get back, get back to um, the lads back to the boys yeah get who are back some to of the, the blokes that you're hanging around with the bar flies that you're <laughs> at the bar with at the, oh, at the yeah, moment there's this one like <laughs> bitch incredibly masculine beast, guy a real beast oh he's a boost <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's a proper lad and uh, his name's AJ Lamarck oh, oh, the oh, comedian yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say that. He's a comedian. Uh, he, he does stand up. He's based in Sydney normally. Yeah. Because um, he thinks he's it. Um, <laughs> what a wanker. You know what I mean? But uh, like, yeah. he's, he's a nice guy. He has a podcast called Floof with AJ Lamarck. Great. Where he nerds out some and great stuff. I've seen that podcast. Yeah. I've had some great guests on that lately. Oh, thank you very much, he says. And have, you, uh, have you listened to the pod? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. He does go blah blah blah, but you know, like mm. I, I, you Who, know, what are some of the episodes you've listened to lately? Oh, he had a great catch up with Rove about Doctor Who. Oh yeah. Uh, he he caught up with uh, he, he caught up with a animal mating behavioural specialist talking about that. He's he's wow. caught up with that is a diverse mix of guests, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, very much so. <laughs> no, no, that was the same guest. Yeah. <laughs> Rove knows a lot about spiders, Rove and Ranger Stacy. <laughs> But check him out. Go online. He does comedy. He does comedy. He, he, he can walk the walk and he can talk the talk. Well, Dave Bilson, thank you so much. For thank being you very here. much for having me. And Michael Shaver, congratulations. Four out of ten. Thank you. That's the, actually the average score on this show. I was going to ask. Is, I hope that's not worse than normal. No, that's the normal score. That's fine. I love being yeah, in the normal say, range. The normal score. <laughs> uh, no you one have got a show. Ninety nine point nine five has ever said they like being normal. <laughs> <laughs> the normal range. <laughs> you have a show coming up at Comedy Republic. I do. On the 17th of November. 19th of November, I think. 19th of November. <laughs> as I just said, the 19th of November. Do you work here? What's the deal with you? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> uh, 19th of November. 19th of November. If enough people come, I will uh, film it and uh, put it on YouTube. So, uh, guys, if you need an incentive to come along. <laughs> <laughs> That's really your incentive uh, yeah. but uh, <laughs> for doing the show. If you come uh, along to... No. I've seen the show. It's a great show. Ah, oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, very, that. very good show. Um, but you've also got some new work at the Fringe at the moment. Or? Oh, don't come to that though. Don't but come I'm to doing, that. yeah, I'm doing uh, some new stuff at the uh, Melbourne Fringe. It's going to be real bad. Mm. Um, I mean, I'd love. This comes you to. out Wednesday week. So would you? Or it's already done. Oh no, no. It's there's still a week and a half for you to come. But yeah. I would suggest don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would avoid it. Come see me at Comedy Republic where uh, it'll be good. And if you're listening anywhere other than Melbourne, hopefully it'll be on YouTube uh, in the near future. Oh, mate. I mean, YouTube, it's the place to be. (laughs) Get on it. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So a small endorsement for YouTube to see us out. (laughs) Just Uh, keeping the sponsors happy. I'm really sorry. (laughs) At the end of October, Wax Quizzical, uh, as you may have heard by now, is going to be live in South Australia. We're doing the Grapes of Mirth Festival that is happening at Sepults Field. The lineup for this is huge. Going to be some Nero Diavolo on the menu there, you reckon, I mate? bloody well hope so. Yeah, you bloody hope so. <laughs> um, national actually, I don't care. There'll be wine. That's that's <laughs> all I need to know. Oh, uh, now I'm interested. There'll also be Judith Lucy and Peter Hellier and Nazim Hussain and Zoe Coombs-Marr and Geraldine Hickey and Reese Nicholson and Bang On is doing a live wax, a live episode rather, and Wax Quizzical is doing a live episode of this very podcast. So if you're in South Australia or Adelaide or anywhere near Sippelsfield, uh, just uh, jump onto your copy of Google and put uh, uh, Grapes of Mirth into it. And I'm sure you'll be able to figure out it, figure it out from there. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. That is Wax Quizical. We'll see you next week. Uh, goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.